Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy with your love coach, Chara Taylor. Hey, I want to say thank you so very much for joining me on these different episodes as we look at topics and things to keep our marriages thriving, spicy, and fun. Okay, in this episode, I want to talk about the building blocks of having explosive Eros love manifesting in our marriages. Eros love is one of the four loves that we get to experience with people. It's the one we get to have with our spouse and the exciting one, the romantic one, the one that we look for. Okay, the other areas of love include um, one agape, which is unconditional and sacrificial two phileo, which is brotherly or friendship. And storge, which is family. So Eros love is the romantic love that we share. It's the, and I think it is the easiest to find, but I also think it is the most difficult to keep. And marriage, Eros love gets shattered when the other areas of love get hit or destroyed. Here's what I mean. If you find it difficult to love your spouse unconditionally, then you will have a hard time having romantic feelings towards your spouse. If you and your spouse friendship is not as solid or connected as it could be, then it's going to be very difficult to feel romantic towards your spouse. And if you struggle overall with empathy or just general love for your spouse, then feeling romantic is going to be a struggle. When couples go through things and periods like hardships and unresolved conflict, abuse, there's been some infidelity, some hurtful words have been shared, there's been several disagreements and conversations are hard or any other distraction that happens in marriage, these things hit our areas of love. And as much as we attempt to remain sacrificial and express unconditional love, if our hearts are hurting, then it is really, really difficult to show genuine unconditional love. And if we're at all honest with ourselves, when we are in this place, we love from a place of obligation and we demand our appreciation. Here's what I mean. You love because I am here. I'm going to do what I have to do. And you're going to demand appreciation. You don't appreciate me. Show me some appreciation. You know, that's not what agape is, okay? This means that our agape and unconditional sacrificial love has a crack in it. And when your agape is cracked, it's impossible, nearly impossible to show some romance. That area needs to be healed and sealed so that you can move on. The same is true about our phileo love, which is the brotherly love, the friendship If your friendship is not as solid and your connection is weak, it's going to be nearly, it's going to be very difficult to show genuine romance to someone. So friendship is probably one of the keys to experiencing a really explosive uh, arrows part of the love. And sometimes we're going to need to take a step back and look at where we are on the friendship scale. There are several different stages of friendship that that um, we could be in. And as couples, we have to evaluate exactly where we are and then seek to move further to get to the goal that you want to have as a friend. So one of my favorite, favorite authors was Dr. Miles Monroe, and he talked about um, some several different stages of and some of the ones that he mentioned consist of friendship as strangers, friendship as acquaintances, friendship as casual friends, friendships as close friends, and friendships as intimate friends. So I just want us to kind of take a look and see where we are 
on these scales, I'm just going to ask a few questions so that you can really identify and and think about your marriage to see where, where are we when it comes to friendship? And is this why we struggle with romance in our marriage? Okay, so listen, are you guys strangers? In the stranger stage, you're in the I don't know you stage. You're in the developing stage, the lowest stage of friendship, the stage where you are birthing a friendship. You are just trying to get to know one another. I think we all started out there, but we're going to have to ask ourselves, you know, what happened? Did something happen that made us feel like I don't know my spouse anymore? If so, it's okay. Just recognize it and work towards the, the rebirth and the rebuild. That's there's nothing wrong with starting over. Sometimes we must start over. It's okay to have a restart in order to have a stronger and a better foundation. If you must restart, see if you can agree on restarting the um, friendship stage together with dedicated and with, I do believe with dedicated uh, intentions, you both can have a beautiful, beautiful friendship. Now, if you're not in the stranger stage, ask yourselves, are you acquaintances in the You know, I know of you stage. You know you are acquaintances if you are, um, if your relationship is defined by things like occasional interactions. Your friendship is kind of like being associates, you know, partners, colleagues at work, like a coworker. Well, it's in this stage that you know each other just because of like mutual business associations and you know each other on a high and by basis. You come together on certain terms only. You know, there's no real connection. Okay, you have general knowledge of one another. There's no deep connection. Your souls haven't connected. You're only connected and bonded by the mind. Your friendship is a hey, you know what? We got to take care of this business type deal and you do not cross personal boundaries. You know, ask yourselves, is that where you have found yourself currently in your marriage? Uh, Or are you guys casual friends in the casual friends stage? It is the I know you, but you know what? Not only do I know you, but I know you and I don't mind being around you. It's the I like you and can tolerate you stage. In this stage, you have more frequent planned interactions. You have things in common. You are personally invested in each other and you know each other's achievements and you're even able to give each other some support. There's no real emotional investment. You don't share all of your information. You just want to know them. Okay. You, and you just tell them what you want them to know about you. In this stage, you get to see each other for who you really are. And here the mask actually, actually kind of began to come off. And you determine, do I like this person, this real person that I'm seeing? (laughs) Then you determine if you can and want to handle the real person um, that you see before you. You absolutely have no problem with letting them be themselves. And the trueness can come through without it affecting your mood, your behavior, your attitude, and your actions. That is what that looks like. Or are you guys close friends? And and in this stage, you are in the I understand you and accept you the way that you are stage. In this stage, you are personally invested in each other, personally and emotionally. You share your valuable information, but you don't share everything. You know of each other's family members and, you know, some things about your intimate life. You help each other accomplish your goals. And there is a little bit of emotional investment. It's in this stage that your connection is based on your shared experiences you have some things in common okay and you see each other at your best and your worst 
and you decide, hey, we're in this regardless, okay? That's what close friends are. We're in this regardless. Or are you and your spouse intimate friends where your souls have actually connected, where you are very close in connection? You know, you have an extremely close connection. You can talk about absolutely everything. You are familiar with one another. You you can be vulnerable and, and share your deepest secrets, your insecurities, your fears, and you can do these things freely. It's in this stage that you commit to a development of each other's character as people, meaning you give and accept criticism and advice to each other. You're so connected that you know each other's thoughts, your plans, your ideas, your moves. You can finish each other's sentences in this stage. You can shop for each other without asking, hey, I wonder what it is they like or they want. You are truly connected and you fit what Aristotle says that friends uh, are And he says that they are one soul occupying two bodies or as God calls it, the two become one flesh. Have you become intimate friends where you are sharing absolutely everything and the two have really become one flesh? Now, I believe that the goal in marriage really is to be intimate in our friendships. But the reality is that most couples are not at this stage. In many cases, couples have been at this stage, but something happened and caused a disruption in the intimacy. So I think it's time to reflect and see where you are and work towards rebuilding and returning to the intimate stage. The truth is that in order for Eros love to explode and pop, the agape and phileo love must be whole. You cannot and will not have explosive romantic love without friendship and without unconditional love. The type that the Bible talks about in 1 Corinthians 13 verses 1 through 8. Yeah, we can read those. Uh, we can read those as God does. But we can also read those as a guideline to how we can care for and love one another. I think that it's I think that it's I think that it's um, absolutely mandatory and that it will help us if we are to have a very whole and holistic and idealistic romance in our marriages. Now, if there is a hole in your unconditional love and your friendship connection, then you're really going to struggle to experience romantic feelings for one another. So when we think about our friendships, there are some things to consider, okay? Friendship actually involves reciprocity, you know, give and take, humor, generosity, encouragement, steadfastness. But remember that friendship requires certain things from us, like loyalty, being empathetic, um, being honest, being thoughtful, being connected, and, and trusting. And those are just a few things that are required to really embrace and enjoy friendship with each other. And to back this up, the Word of God tells us that a man that has a friend must show himself friendly. In Proverbs eighteen twenty four, we must treat our friend, and in our case, our spouse, friendly. So what this looks like in the natural is displaying generous and affectionate love to one another, seeking to make each other happy, liking and having a like for each other, having personal attachment, feelings and moving from your heart and not just from your head. To be honest, in so many of our marriages, it's going to take some intentional work. We have some attitudes, behaviors and decisions that make people want to steer clear of us. To overcome these repellent attributes, we must move and live in a place of love, meaning you will have to suffer long, think no evil, keep no record of wrongdoing, be kind, don't seek your own, don't parade yourself, don't behave rudely. There are some things we have to do. And further, 
if you have if you fear friendship in your marriage because of past hurts, then you must intentionally seek to forgive in order to move forward because fear will hinder your friendship. To overcome this disability, I call this a disability. You must live in a place of love where you long and being patient and thinking no evil and refusing to be provoked and being kind. Here, it's important that we rejoice in truth and, and, and seek to bear all things and hope and believe in all things and forget those things that have happened that are behind us. And we really have to intentionally press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling Jesus towards we have to press towards unity and friendship in our marriages because there's so much that seeks to tear us apart and we can't allow those things to keep us torn apart okay so i'm going to continue this um topic and this in my next episode because i really want to give us some pointers on how to rebuild the friendship and take our marriage beyond complacency to have an explosive arrows love for now i'd like to leave us with this Take some time and reflect on your marriage and identify what stage of friendship you're currently in. Then determine what stage you'd like to get to. It's time that we confess to God and to our spouse anything that we have individually contributed to the crack and breakdown in your own friendship. Ask your spouse, can you both work together to take the friendship to a greater and deeper level? Ask God to help you be a better friend to your spouse and to yourself. Ask God to show you the areas where you are missing the mark in unity and friendship in your marriage. Seek to work on the natural and spiritual things about yourself because you can only change yourself. Remember, friendship is vital in marriage and you want your connection to go beyond casual and close friends to being intimate best friends so that you can experience an Eros love like never before that romance is genuine that romance is just pouring out and it is just flowing out without so much um, hesitation or I have to think about it Eros love romantic love between a spouse should just flow that it should just be genuine and just have the fluidity of water that just flows like a river and that is what we should be aspiring to have in our marriages. And the very first step is to figure out where we are on the friendship scale and then to work towards being and getting to the place of intimacy. Now, if you are at intimacy and your arrows love is popping and it is explosive, congratulations, praise God. But a reality is that there are many couples who are not experiencing romance and Eros love in their marriages. And there is a crack in other areas of love. So I just want to say thank you for joining me today. Listen, I pray that this has been enlightening and empowering to you and your marriage. I will continue with this topic next time. I'm asking you to share this podcast with your friends and family who are married. Please feel free to connect with me on Facebook. You can find me at Chara A. Taylor, or you can follow me on our ministry page, Awaken Love Marriage Ministry and Coaching. Please feel free to sign up for updates and newsletters by going to my website, www.teamtaylorministries.com. There's so much information and you can find out upcoming events and things that are coming down the pipeline in our very near future. So again, I want to say thank you for joining me. I really do appreciate your continued support. I am your love coach, Pastor Chara Taylor. This is the Keeping Your Marriage Hot and Holy Podcast, a division of the Awaken Love Marriage Ministry. God bless you, and I'll talk to you on the next episode.